Let's take out the trash day. Friday. I mean, what is it? Any stories we have to give the press that we're not wild about, we give them all in a lump on Friday. Why do you do it on Friday? Because no one reads paper on Saturday. But we do. I'm Jimmy Jenkins. And I'm Yael Grauer, and this is the Monday Morning Dumpster Dive. Today we're talking about the FBI releasing documents in the Hillary Clinton email investigation, obviously. It's the email. The email. What? What? The email. It's the story that never ends. We wondered if this is a fishing expedition or if there's actually anything new. So we spoke with Ken Klippenstein, who's a freelance writer covering national security. There's a lot of serious aspects to the files. The most common phrase in the uh, FBI interview transcript is Clinton couldn't recall. Question after question after question. Clinton couldn't recall. Clinton couldn't recall. Clinton couldn't recall. And at one point, actually, she attributed um, some of her lack of recollection to a head injury that she suffered. And so that's just going to be red meat for the weird alt-right conspiracy crowd, which apparently believes that she has some kind of uh, neurodegenerative issue going on. Of course, you can't expect someone to remember every specific detail, but Ken says some of the things that she did forget were kind of surprising. They asked her about, for instance, any training on classified information she was given um, during the State Department. She said she couldn't recall, you know, like pretty fundamental aspects of that. Another one they asked her was about um, drone strikes and the process for nominating nominating a target for a drone strike. And she said she couldn't recall that. You know, I found that strange that the Secretary of State couldn't recall, you know, how you even pick these targeted strikes. That's that's like the signature policy of the administration. Drone operations weren't the only area she was a little fuzzy on. It seems like she had trouble comprehending classification details as well. So she said that she thought when it says C, and by the way, this isn't in some, this isn't some small notation. This is a, you know, large lettering, I believe at the top, at the top of the page. She said that um, she thought it indicated alphabetical order, you know, like A, B, C, D. The reports cite that even though she had one device at a time, she used something like 13 devices in total for these communications. That would be a rate of like two phones a year. And, you know, if that isn't strange enough, she had an aide destroy all of her devices with a hammer. That doesn't quite seem like protocol. From people I've spoken to in the military, they say that they have these sort of industrial shredder machines where they literally put like uh, computer devices through it and it'll just tear them apart. And so that's supposed to be the like, um, you know, the right way to do it in addition to using some kind of zero fill program, which Clinton did use. She got that half right. Another thing that happened is that somebody apparently used Tor to breach Hillary's server to access an email account that belonged to a Bill Clinton staffer. So it said FBI investigation to date was unable to identify the actors responsible for for this login. A Tor user logged into redacted email account and browsed email folders and attachments. Yeah, and then it says the FBI couldn't find out who did it. So that... <laughs> That's an interesting tidbit for all of the people that are saying Tor is some kind of government black bag, you know, inside job operation to do, do the government's bidding. Because, I mean, clearly the FBI, I mean, this is a major investigation by, by like the premier intelligence agency of the United States for um, law enforcement. And they couldn't, you know, they couldn't crack it. I found that pretty interesting. In the report, we also see advice given from Colin Powell to Secretary Clinton about using personal email as he had done before. I think it shows that this is an endemic problem. I mean, why would officials want their, you know, information to be transparent. Any official, any party, of course, they're not going to. And if they don't get punished for it, that's, you know, I assume that's what they're going to do. Some people say in defense of Hillary that it's actually our classification system that's broken and that a ton of material that's classified doesn't really need to be. You know, it's not an either or proposition. It's not either the, um, it's not like it's mutually exclusive to say that, um, that classification, the classification regime is unreasonable and also say that uh, Clinton, um, you know, did things that that weren't respecting FOIA. You can, you know, both of those statements can be true. 
A lot of people have been focusing on whether Hillary threatened national security, but Ken, who does a lot of freedom of information requests, says that, you know, maybe we should look at how the public is being denied access to important information from our leaders. From the perspective of a journalist, um, if I'm investigating Clinton, for instance, to try to, you know, help voters make an informed decision as to, you know, who they choose or, you know, how enthusiastically they support a candidate, um, you know, I can file something called a FOIA request. FOIA stands for F-O-I-A, Freedom of Information Act request. And when I do that, it's supposed to be able to produce um, records you ask for, say, I don't know, emails between Clinton and some head of state to try to, you know, shed some light on what her policies were when she was Secretary of State. A lot of it will come back redacted, but the idea is it's supposed to give you a picture of, you know, what what this official was doing um, with taxpayer dollars is sort of the rationale for it since they're a public official. And so when Clinton didn't use the government email address, and if I were to file a request for, you know, Clinton at state.gov or whatever the email may be, it would return no hits, even though clearly she's sending emails as Secretary of State. So, you know, in effect, um, it makes it impossible for an electorate to know what these candidates are doing and um, to make an informed choice come elections, I think. All right. So is this a Friday news dump? You can ask any FOIA specialist, say Jason Leopold or you know, whoever, and they've all experienced this. This is this is absolutely, I mean, I don't know how you'd prove each case individually, but when you look at the entirety of it and see that this is what happens again and again and again, it's pretty clear that this is just to avoid it get entering the news cycle in any meaningful way. Ken Klippenstein is a freelance journalist covering national security. You can find him on Twitter at Ken Klippenstein. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time on the Monday Morning Dumpster Dive.